If you could eliminate data entry for your truckload brokers, how much more business would your top performers win? TIE-TMS has an array of tools designed to save you hours a day. Import your entire spreadsheet of shipments. Let TIE create seamless integrations to your customers' internal systems. And if all of your orders come through email, TIE-TMS leverages AI to read an incoming email and enter the shipment for you. Visit tie-software.com to learn more about how you can empower your top performing brokers to increase their shipment volume today. I got friends only want to talk business. I got expenses to win these expenses. I got expenses to win these expenses. I've been reading all the work. I've been shutting down the stars. And welcome to Put That Coffee Down, the freight sales show for our foreclosures. My name is Kevin Hill. Here with Richie off the grid, Daigle, <laughs> my trusted co-host. How are you doing today, Richie? Hey, I'm I'm feeling motivated. All right, that's good. I'm glad you're feeling motivated. <laughs> Maybe you can motivate me through this show. That we'll see what we can do. Together. I know, right? That, that's what we're talking about today. Internal and external motivation, especially in sales, is the the really the most important thing. Yeah, it's the fuel that drives us, right? Like this is what we run off of. This is what keeps us going and where does it come from? How do we cultivate it? Yeah. And I, I go back to Brent Orsuga, who told us here, I put the coffee down um, about a year or so ago, that the only two things you control in sales are your activity and your attitude. And you have to have motivation is the key for both of those. Yeah. And if you're trying to do it without motivation, you know, it's, it's not going to come off authentic. It's going to come off forced. You know, I mean, that motivation mm-hmm. is what's going to make that action and activity authentic and real and uh, ultimately better. Yeah. And if you're making cold calls, you got to be motivated. Because if yeah. you're not motivated, you're not going to pick up that phone. Exactly. And you need to know what the purpose is. You need to know what the mm-hmm. big picture is. Why are you doing this? What What is your drive? What is the thing that is that is getting you up in the morning and keeping you running? Yeah. You got, you got to know that. So let's do Ty. Ty is the ultimate domestic 3PL solution for LTL and full truckload freight. Ty TMS gives you a centralized platform for sourcing load coverage by connecting you to load boards, rate intelligence, and capacity tools on a single page. To learn more, visit tiesoftware.com. That's tiesoftware.com. So, Richie, tell me about motivation. So, I think we could maybe segment this conversation in two pieces, right? Like what's our internal motivations? How, how do we elicit that, identify those things inside mm-hmm. us to get us going? And then the second part, look at, you know, motivating other people, whether, you know, you're a manager or, you know, maybe it's, it's you know, motivating a prospect, mm-hmm. but how to, to elicit those things that drive other people and, and create motivating uh, environments, if you will. Uh, for your teams and so forth. So maybe let's let's jump into like internal motivation and and what that is. Like how, what motivates you, Kevin? What you, motivates me? What gets you going? Uh, you know, I, that's a really good question. Just uh, the challenge. You know, challenges and uh, and obstacles that they motivate me. I, I, I have fun with them. Yeah. Yep. And for me, you know, and this is. Your typical Richie long-winded answer. So, but you know, buckle your seatbelt <laughs> a little bit. But are, are we delving down to the 17th century philosophers? Maybe. But, okay. <laughs> but all right. I Fair think, warning. Then. I th- you know I think back to when I was playing baseball, and there was mm-hmm. always you know so many examples of, oh Johnny's such a nice guy. He's such a great, calm, 
easygoing guy, but when he's on the field, he will take your head off, yes. right? And he will run you over and he's a dirty mm -hmm. player and all these things. And you have this dichotomy of who somebody is when they're working or competing and who they are when they're not working and competing. And the thing is, is Johnny doesn't stop being Johnny when he gets on the baseball field. Who he is, is who he is, good or bad. And if he's mean on the field, he's mean. He's got a mean streak in him. Don't try to cover it up. That's just who he is. And mm -hmm. like this whole thing of work versus non-work, you are who you are, right? And you are living and your values that you are living off the field or outside of work uh, are, are still values inside of you that are going to come out in your work and vice versa. Um, so I think it's important to under all that to say, it's important to understand what your values are and what, you know, what are your motivations as a person in work and outside of work to know where those motivators, those really deep motivators, you know, what is meaningful to me as a person. And once you start getting into that well, I think that is, that's where the long burning hot coals are that can, that can motivate you over a long period of time. So, so what is the dichotomy, right? Because you, you, you do hear that all the time, especially about athletes, right? Nicest mm -hmm. guy off the field, mean on the field, right? Uh, why, why the personality, why is the perceived personality change, right? I think there's a lot of depth there, you know, and you're just looking at actions in different situations, but somebody is who they are and something might be buried within them, good, bad, or other that doesn't come out, but that doesn't mean that that, that trait isn't there. And so um, I think when you start understanding how to mesh those two and understanding the similarities and where the deep sources of meaning are that drive both, mm -hmm. now you're starting to get into, you know, more at the core of, of who you are and, and what, like what Simon Sinek says, what is your why that you are living out, you know, in work and life and non-work life and so forth. It, uh, it, it the, the, that really reminds me, know your why. And what's your why is different for, for everybody. It takes me back to the movie City Slickers. Have you ever seen that movie, Richie? I have. It's great. Jack Palance, right? Yes. The fantastic. purpose of life is this. <laughs> and Billy Crystal's like, what, what is this? You got to figure that out. <laughs> right? Exactly. And it's, it's such a great philosophical moment uh, in the, the, the movie. It's very funny moment as well, but it's real, right? Mm -hmm. That's you know, my very... purpose isn't going to be your purpose. It's not going to be the other person's purpose. But if you don't fulfill your purpose or what you really want to do, then you are always going to have a, like an identity crisis almost, right? Yep. And I think in sales, especially because sales are so many headwinds, right? Mm -hmm. We're always getting beat up with no's and there's a lot of failure. There's a lot of, you know, things aren't going the way that I want them to go. And you really need a very strong motivating factor to drive through those headwinds. And, and I think if you don't have that recognition of what it is that motivates you at your core, then you know, you're, you're left with a lot of superficial short-term motivations mm -hmm. that can get you through for a minute before you fall back. And now you're in this big roller coaster. And one of those, uh, we talked about it maybe a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now, is that big picture, that mm -hmm. overarching direction, not, maybe not a specific goal, but where you want to be in the future, right? Then these daily uh, obstacles and challenges and, and all the no's, all the no's become completely and utterly unimportant. You, you, you don't even think about them. While other people who don't have that, that vision, I suppose, mm -hmm. are always hampered 
by those obstacles. It's always this huge problem, right? But if you see where you're going, everything else is, is just minor. And then it's, it's not just your big picture, but your company's big picture, mm-hmm. right? And then there's this great word that, that I love is alignment. And if you can get your big picture, if it falls in alignment with the purpose and the values and the direction for the company you're working for, then you're, that works, right? The motive, we're all on the same page, yeah. so to speak. And now, like you said, that drive, that motivation to push forward, make things happen is natural because there's this alignment that's already happened. And you see that a lot in, in businesses and all organizations, right? But, but certainly in sales where the, the salespeople have a vision of what they want to sell and the business has a vision of what they want to sell. And it mm-hmm. doesn't really align. And that's where you get um, uh, you know, uh, compensation packages that aren't aligned with, with each other. And there's always this, this friction. You find that because as a salesperson, your goals or, or what you think is, is very doable is not aligned with what the business wants. Or maybe there is alignment, but it hasn't been verbalized. Sure. Right? And yep. it hasn't been brought up to the surface to be recognized. Mm-hmm. And then there's this blindness of kind of throwing throwing darts in the dark, so to speak, as far as how are we going to motivate people or how am I going to get motivated or what is the company really doing? There's all these questions and uncertainty that can that can also create some doubts and take away from motivation. Yeah. It, so, so we're talking about individual motivation right now. Uh, put that coffee down. What, what's some of your key takeaways from, you know, we, we talked about knowing your or why or purpose. What, what's something else? Yeah. So, you know, I read there's a couple articles uh, that came up. One was on a website that I found, um, Intellectives, and it was just how top salespeople stay motivated. And I read through all of that mm-hmm. and summarizing all of the points, it brought me back to Greg Maddox. And it's, it's things that kind of build internal confidence, right? Have a plan. Right. After you figured out your why, now we got to put it to action. Right. If a thought is a thought, it's not doing anything until it turns into actions. So once you figure out that internal why and what that is, let's build a plan. Let's know how to implement that plan. Right. Mm -hmm. How are we going to go about making this plan work and then execute? Right. So and once you have the foundation, uh, you know, supporting your execution, you're much more confident going into those phone calls. You can let the, the nose flow off your back like water on a duck, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you got your plan, you understand the big picture, you understand the numbers, you know how to implement it. And then you're like, okay, I'm just going to play, I'm going to execute this thing and we're going to see what happens and you go forward. You, you do. And it brings, brings up another point that I, I've been thinking about and I always think about is that nothing worthwhile is very easy. Mm-hmm. Or it's not easy at all, right? So and we have a, a tendency to, to come in very optimistic, especially with a sales plan or a strategy, very optimistic of this is what I have to do to achieve this. And then, you know, the, the first first prospect customer you talk to, you get slapped in the face, right? It, it happens every time, right? And then you have to rethink it. So just naturally knowing that mm-hmm. or maybe not naturally knowing it, but knowing it after many times of it happening, and, and just adjusting for it, adjusting your expectations for it. Sometimes those, those first few obstacles that, that, you, that you hit, you're looking for them. Mm-hmm. And then it, you, you can really stay motivated if you're looking for those obstacles because they're going to come. 
You know, you're not going to make the, the income you want in sales without a lot of challenges, obstacles, things you don't even expect. This, it's how you roll with those punches. You have to be adaptable, and and you know, take the Greg Max approach and mm-hmm. sprinkle it with the Adam Grant constantly be thinking again. You know, yes. like like have your plan and know how to implement it, but revisit that plan frequently <laughs> and take what you're learning and start adjusting and adapting it. And that reminds me of something else that he said. You know, Maddox told me once. He said, uh, "I get worried when I don't know what's wrong with my mechanics mm-hmm. because that's a." much bigger problem than having something wrong with my mechanics because something's always wrong, right? So like there's always this constant growth and getting better, but you got to have something deep motivating that path and motivating that journey. And I think when you have that why and that big picture nailed down, all these things are going to fall in line a lot easier. So I was talking to Michael Vincent. We, we did Freight Waves Now this morning. We were talking in, in one of the breaks about what we're doing today on Put That Cop Down. He had a really good really good insight on that. And, and it goes back to kind of like Greg Maddox, you know, Greg Maddox never had a mic drop moment. You know, you might think he did a, a few times, right? But he never thought he did. And in sales, you never have that mic drop moment where it's like, okay, that's, I'm done. You never um, arrive. It's, you never arrive. It's like, the sales is like, you know, what person ever said, I've achieved healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm there, I'm healthy. I can quit the diet, I can quit the workout, I can quit the lifestyle, the yoga, mm-hmm. whatever it is, because I've crossed the healthy line. I'm good. I can check that box. Yeah. Give me a donut. <laughs> I know, right? Life is all about what have you done for me lately? So when people complain that what have you done, it's all, Richie, this job, it's all what have you done for me lately? Well, that's life. It is. That's, that's life. You know, you're never going to escape that. It is always about what you've done right now and what you're going to do in the future. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And so you you can look at past performance as probabilities or what you feel someone's capable of, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have to always be moving forward. And there's that short memory of whatever previous successes or failures are there, you know, you're going to, hopefully you're being judged by what you learned out of all of that and not what you did or did not do. Life is easier when you learn from your mistakes. It is. It, it, is. it is. So this is a, gr- a great article that, that we've been referencing right here from Intellective Solutions, How Top Sales People Stay Motivated. Yeah, good article. So is that internal? Have we been talking about internal motivation or external? I, I, I guess internal motivation, right? For me, I think the way I was framing that is internal. I think if you yeah. don't know what your why is, you don't know what that deep thing is that motivates you, why you work, why you do what you do, why you are the person you are, what drives you, do some work and find that out. Because I think once you uncover that within yourself, now you have more of a, a compass that can be helpful for navigating a lot of different circumstances. Okay, so let's talk about external motivation and, and one of those external motivations, we, we had our sales marketing summit not too long ago, back in January. And our keynote was uh, Kevin Nolan, founder of Nolan Transportation Group, and Cassandra Gaines, host of Mad Gaines here on Freight Waves TV. And they were talking about team motivation. And the story comes out of uh, Kevin Nolan had challenged his, his, his team his, his, you know, to, to book the quota of loads for the day. If you did that, you know, did this quota of loads, if you booked all your loads, you'd get a free pair of Nike Air Force Ones, right? He tells the story, and by 10.30 a.m., 
everyone had booked their lunch, <laughs> right? And, and it kind of tells you, once again, that, yeah, this can be done, and it can be done pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of stretches that, that, that quota up. And he, he was kind enough to, to send, uh, send us uh, a video of those Nike Air Force Ones. Let's roll that right now. Check my footwork, Kevin and Cassandra. Thought when I came back, back to Atlanta, I'd have to pull them out. I got these boys too, but these are the NTGs. Pretty solid. Hope y'all are doing well. So yeah, so he, <laughs> he sent that over to us, right? Those NTG custom Nike Air Force Ones, but uh, and he de- detailed in in that fireside chat or that keynote that it, it's not just about getting those, right? It's being left out. No one wants to be left out. You know, mm-hmm. when those when that custom order came in. No one on that floor wanted to be the one without those Air Force Ones. Yeah, and I think that that's a great, in my mind, way for that short-term motivation to like really ramp something up in the near term, right? Um, and so I think that there's short-term and long-term motivating factors. And I think about it in terms of grilling a steak, right? Is <laughs> what I come down to. And you have different ways of, of getting sourcing heat Mm-hmm. Right, you have your lighter fluid and your charcoal, and a lot of these. And the way of my mind thinks is your your money and fear can be that lighter fluid types of short term motivators. They can get that that fire really bright and really hot, really fast. But if you don't have those charcoals underneath to hold and and burn that heat over a long period of time, then you're constantly just having to dump lighter fluid to keep that fire going. If you cook a steak with lighter fluid only, it's funky. It, it tastes like lighter fluid. It tastes like lighter fluid. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. taste good. At the, like you want to have both. You need the short term and then you need the, the coals underneath to, to give that long burn. And, and you know, the, that short term, the short term motivations, if it's fear and greed all the time, that's when you see people do things they shouldn't be doing. Taking shortcuts, uh, you know, sometimes criminal activity, you know, mm-hmm. conning people, uh, strong arm cells, right? It's all that short term. If you build with the charcoals, right? Put the charcoals underneath, build that for the long term, you start doing the right thing, which is really increasing value. And if, you, if you're really doing good things for people and you're out selling, doing good things for people, that's a really, I mean, number one, it's, a, it's great satisfaction. Mm-hmm. It's a great purpose, but that's the long haul. And money kind of just floats away, right? It's, it's not really a consideration. Well, it becomes viewed as fuel and not mm-hmm. the end game, right? I mean, money is the thing that's fueling you to be able to do the just cause or the purpose of mm-hmm. your business or activity or lifestyle or what your internal goals are. Like, that is the thing that it, that motiv- gets, gets things done. It's fuel to the car that gets you in, along the way on the journey. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hoarding fuel, or if you're if your whole purpose of vacation is to buy a lot of gas at the gas station, then you're missing everything about vacation that makes it great. And so, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it's, you know, you, when you're talking about doing things wrong, throw the steak in the microwave because we can't get this thing going. Right? Exactly That's right. the wrong yeah. way to cook yeah. a steak. And, and then not only goes for salespeople, it goes for organizations too. Right. You see some businesses who just need to make their quarter, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of financial crimes breed off of having to make a certain arbitrary number. How much of those stressors that businesses and people face 
are internal stressors and not even mm -hmm. external. Are we just making things harder for ourselves because we've painted quota numbers and we pulled them out of thin air that are actually unrealistic and not based on reality or, mm -hmm. or something of the like? And now we feel all this pressure that we've created ourselves. <laughs> exactly right. You know, and that's to, to customers or is to investors, right? Right. You know, beating the street. You know, a lot of companies, the downfall has been trying to, to beat that street every 90 days. Mm -hmm. And so they do short term, short term plans to, to hit that number uh, with the, the detriment to the long term uh, sustainability of the business. Yep. So, yep. What were you, so Inc. article, this kind of what we're talking about, 14 highly effective ways to motivate employees. Uh, give me your top three out of the 14. And kind of why? My top three purpose. Because I think if that the if you know the purpose of the company and what they're trying to do and why they exist and what their cause is, what they're trying to do for the world and the industry and the pain they're trying to alleviate, if you deeply understand that, then I think you can get on board. Or somebody like me at least can get on board with okay, I know what we're what we're tasked to do and, mm -hmm. and the implications, and that leads straight into the second big picture. If I am aware of what the big picture is, it's much easier for me to drill down into the small day-to-day -day things that need mm -hmm. to happen for that big picture to become a reality. And then I think the, the last one, uh, for, for me at least, is to let other people lead. You know, I yep. think that if you are providing, um, you have to understand as a manager, that there's probably people that you're leading that are going to be really smart and have really good viewpoints. So mm -hmm. If you can crowdsource that and allow people to feel like they are also leading at times, you have that in the team, you're creating an environment to bring everyone's best attributes to the surface. And when you do that, you're elevating the performance of your team as a whole. Yeah. When you let people lead, it kind of builds their purpose, mm -hmm. right? Because no one's purpose is really to follow. Yep. You know, their inner purpose that they really want to do, I think everybody wants to lead. And if you don't put, ever put anybody in a position to lead, they won't. And over time, they'll, they'll probably be dissatisfied. Another great uh, point about letting other people lead is it, it, it softens your day, actually. Yeah. You know, it really does. It allows, allows you as a manager to, to think about other things, more important mm -hmm. things than trying to, to, to micromanage everything, which is... Never good. And you get a you get a glimpse into what people are capable of. And I think you yeah. might be surprised. Mm -hmm. I think there'll be some times you're like, oh man, yeah. that, that yeah. was that was good. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? And you let people lead. You, uh, I'll go to my top three, and that was my third. No, no real order on this, but radiate positivity, right? Mm -hmm. No one, no one likes negative people. No one likes negative thoughts. Uh, even if the the if if you're on the, um, I. I read the headline this morning. I can't think of the, the name of the ship, but the one with all the Audis and BMWs and oh, Ferraris yeah. that is on fire right now. Even if the ship is on fire, you acknowledge it's on fire, but you remain positive, right? We'll get to shore. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going to sit here in this inferno for a few more days, but we'll, we'll get to shore. And this is how we're going to do it. We're breathing. We're here. We're, we're we'll breathing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then motivate individuals rather than the team while... You know, it's important to to motivate the entire team. Motivating each, if, if you motivate each individual, everything else is going to work itself out. Well, each individual has a different why. Yes. And as a manager, I think it's critical and important to understand what the prime motivating factor for each individual is mm -hmm. so that when you are going to motivate them, you know 
what to appeal to and how to reach out to them. I know. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. Yep. So motivating each individual, making sure that everyone is striving for the same goal is, is definitely one of the big things. So um, next week on Put That Copy Down, we have a special guest, right? We do. Who do we have, Richie? We do. We have Ian Koniak uh, from, uh, he, he was at Salesforce. He was one of the top salespeople at Salesforce for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, now he is, he is out doing his own thing, coaching and building, putting out lots of great content. If you're not following him already on LinkedIn, I highly suggest that he puts out great videos uh, and is sharing a wealth of knowledge on, uh, on some of the things that he learned along the way that led to his success. Yeah, we'll learn about his lessons. I imagine we'll talk about motivation as well. Because I that believe is, so. It's a core <laughs> principle, definitely. So uh, so you can download the, the podcast version of Put That Coffee Down at Freycast or Put That Coffee Down anywhere you download podcasts. And you can catch us here live every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. Until then, see you.